Hey everybody, David Chuddick here, and I hope that your 2023 has been as great as mine has been. I've been blessed beyond words in 2023, and on this week's episode, we're going to talk about the 23 lessons that I learned in 2023 or that I had reaffirmed for me. So I hope that you enjoy this episode, and as always, if you've ever wondered what it might be like to work with me personally as your financial advisor, the process is simple. Go to my website, www.weeklywealthpod.com. Podcast.com. Click on the schedule a chat button at the top. From there, you can go to my calendar and schedule a 30-minute meeting where we will talk about your 30,000-foot level aspects of your personal financial situation. We'll talk about some of your hopes, your dreams, and what's keeping you up at night, and if there are any next steps. It really is that simple, and there is no cost for that appointment. Okay, hope that you enjoy this episode. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with certified financial planner, David Chuddick, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. So here we are at the end of 2023. And like I said, this has been an incredible year for me in so many different ways. And I wanted to share with you 23 lessons that I learned in 2023 or lessons that I already knew, but I had them reaffirmed. So I'd be really interested for you to go to my website, www.weeklywealthpodcast.com and click on the microphone icon and leave me a voice message of maybe something that you learned or had reaffirmed for you in 2023 that made your life better. Okay, so here we go. So my first lesson is that life is not always hard. So I can remember back in 2017, 2018-ish, I had a business deal that didn't go through and some things going on with business. And I just remember saying, nothing is ever going to go right. And I put the nothing in in quotes. And, and sometimes we get in points in life and in business and in relationships where it seems like nothing's going right. But um, starting about three years after that period, things started going on the upward trend. I had some things change. I did some things differently. Um, and... It led to a glorious, an absolutely glorious 2023. So just remember, if things are not going well right now, that's just a season and things can change. Number two is that today's results are from the seeds that we planted yesterday, maybe last week or even years ago. So just as an example, um, I've gotten a few clients this year, very good clients, and and I can trace them directly back to an activity that I took part in uh, two or three years ago. So I planted some seeds a few years ago, and now I am reaping those results. So number three is choose your heart. A lot of things in life are hard, right? I mean, it's hard to get sick and have lifestyle-related illnesses, and it's also hard to exercise and eat right. So which one of those would you rather choose? It's hard to be poor. It's hard to have uh, very little financial margin, and it's also hard to uh, to develop valuable skills so you can earn a good living or to uh, spend your monies wisely. So choose your hard, and if you choose uh, the wise hards, then later on, life can be easier. Number four, surround your pe- surround yourself with people who can lift you up. So in my life, I have a beautiful wife of almost 25 years. I have a great family. I have two accountability groups. I have a men's group that I meet with. So I have some people that I can go to that are simply going to tell me the truth and help to lift me up. So if you don't have anybody to lift you up, go out there, go out there and find them and uh, don't hang out with the people that bring you down. Number four, if you're an entrepreneur or an employer, make sure to take care of your team. 
Without the support of your team, almost nothing would be possible in your organization. I've been on all ends of the spectrum in my career. I've had a few great team members right now. I have a great team, but I've also had some times where I just really, really struggled to find people that fit into my organization and could help to bring value. So when you get those people that buy into the vision and 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 see what you're trying to do and that are valuable, make sure that you take care of them. It may not be cheap, but it's much more expensive than having to replace them. Number six, life is short, so make the best of it. I hit the big 5-0 this year, which is kind of crazy to even think about, but uh, it made me think life is short and we're not here forever. So make the best of life, live a happy life, make the world a better place, use your money in ways that can make the world a better place and just make the best of life. Try not to have regrets at the end of your life. Number seven, journaling. Journaling can be absolutely life-changing because what I find is that when I journal, I learn a lot about myself and that's important. I acknowledge the blessings in my life and I even acknowledge the struggles and sometimes looking at the struggles as they're written down, they seem not as bad. And when I look back through my journal, I can see all the times that I've mentioned how thankful I am for things. And I think that is just incredibly, incredibly important. Okay, so moving on to number eight, an incredible amount of our success or, you know, failures even for that matter, occur because of what we think and what we tell ourselves. So there are some people in my life that they always speak confidently and they're they typically are very successful. Then there are some other people in my life that they'll always tell you why things aren't going to work or why the client may not buy from them or so our successes really they start between our ears so learn to train yourself to have thought processes that serve you well. Uh, Being negative typically doesn't serve us well, so find positive thought processes that serve you well. Number nine on the list, moving along, we all have the same amount of time. So time is really one of the only great equalizers. We all have different amounts of money. We all have different amounts of talent. We're even born with different levels of health in some cases. We can call it genetics or whatever, whatever else we'd like to, but time is the only equal factor. So do you know that person that always tells you, I don't have time for that? Um, Back in 2018, I ran my last marathon and people would say, well, I would never have time to train for a marathon. And my response was, well, I have uh, three kids. I run a business. I live 30 minutes from the office and I have the same 24 hours in a day as you do. So remember that time is, is something that we all have the same amount of and make the best of your time every day. Okay, so moving along, number 10, spend each spend time each day thinking about your future self. That's kind of the person that you want to be. And ask yourself and think of think about what that person that you want to be, what do they do? What does that guy do? What does that guy not do? How does that guy talk? Um, what are the disciplines that that guy has? Um, who does that guy surround himself with? So think about what you want to be, and then think about the person that you want to be. What does that person do and don't do? So it's pretty thought-provoking to say the least, but it can be life-changing. Number 11, being great has a financial cost. So if you're going to be truly exceptional at what you do, it's going to cost you money financially. 
Um, I've heard that LeBron James spends over a million dollars a year on his body. Um, I spend money on coaches. I spend money on training and you should too. So if you want to be great, you're going to need to uh, invest in coaching and education programs and books. And you're always also going to have to invest in the time to be great. You don't become great without practicing and training. Okay, so moving along, number 12. You can never know everything, but you can surround yourself with people who know what you don't know and people who are good at what you're not good at and people who enjoy doing the things that you hate. So it's especially in business, we need to be working towards putting ourselves in a position where we can hire people who have the skills and ability in our business that, that we don't have. So oftentimes the entrepreneur and the business owner, the owner, they end up doing all the things that maybe they just are not suited to do. Maybe they're doing bookkeeping, maybe they're handling advertising, maybe they're handling human resources, and they simply need to find a way to have somebody else handle that. Now, in today's world, there are virtual assistants. You can hire fractional CFOs. You don't necessarily need to have a full-time person if you're a small business owner, but look towards hiring or aligning yourself with the people who are good at what you're not good at, people who enjoy the things that you, that you hate doing, and the people who know the things that you don't know. Number 13, complaining is simply a refusal to pay the success tax. Do you remember when we talked about you choose your hard? Well, being successful requires a success tax and you have to just do the things that need to be done in order to be successful. And when you complain or when we complain, we're just advocating that responsibility and we're not doing the work. So you got to do the work. You got to make it happen. And complaining never makes anything better. Number 14, never take your health for granted. So many of you know that um, I lost my sister in 2022. Uh, she was only 51 years old, and health is just something that we, we we take for granted, but it can be it can change in a blink of an eye. Seems like lately, a lot of the people that I know, I, I'm just running across more cancer, and I'm running across people who are who are sick. And every day, be thankful when you have health. Be thankful when you're not in pain, and be thankful when um, when you go to the doctor and you get the clear the, the clear diagnosis. Health is is not guaranteed, and we should be thankful for our health every day. Number fifteen, if you are a business owner, work constantly to be a better business owner and a better entrepreneur and a better leader. You see, being good at your trade does not make necessarily make you a good business owner. So if you're good at building houses, uh, you might be good at the carpentry portion of your business, but there comes a point where you'll be running a house building business and not building houses yourself. And if you haven't build, built the skills and if you haven't obtained the disciplines that are needed in order to become a, a, a good owner of a house building business, you're going to run into some pretty hard times and may even fail. So make sure you are getting good at running your business. There are books and courses and all kinds of ways to do this, but it absolutely has to happen. Number 16, financial margin is a great thing and we should all work towards having it. Now, I say this with all respect for anybody who is struggling right now, because trust me, I've been there. But when you have more money coming in than you have going out every month, it just feels good. So in our personal lives, um, uh, our incomes have increased, but we've maintained a relatively modest lifestyle. So each month there is more money coming in than going out. And that just helps me to sleep at night. Our personal bills, 
are um, they're very manageable. And when your bills are manageable, you're less stressed and you're a better husband, you're a better father, and you just do everything when better when you're less stressed. So work on having financial margin. That could include just saving up an emergency fund. It can include cutting expenses, and it can also include increasing your income. So speaking of money, money does not solve all of your problems, all of our problems, but most problems are a bit smaller and more manageable if there's additional money involved. So think about it this way. If you are sick and and maybe have an incurable disease, the money doesn't make your disease go away. But if your family members are dealing with your illness and having to having to figure out how to pay the bills, then that problem becomes just a little bit bigger. So, you know, we've all heard it said that money is the root of all evil. Well, it's not. Money is a tool that can help to make our lives better. So just remember, money can't solve all your problems, but I'd ra- if I'm going to have a problem, I'd rather also have a little bit of extra money because that can make the problem seem a little bit smaller. So speaking of problems, if we think about all the problems we've ever had, and this is number 18, Um, And we are really honest with ourselves. Many of the problems that we've had, they exist or existed because we either caused them or partially caused them or we didn't prevent them or, or, or we didn't or partially we didn't prevent them. So think about that again. Think about all your problems. Think about all the things that you're struggling with. In what way could you, not the Democrats, not the Republicans, not not the other group, in what way have you caused or partially caused that problem? Or in what way have you partially not prevented or uh, that problem? So this can be thought provoking. It can actually kind of hurt to think about it, but it's important to know that most of our problems um, we have some control over. Number 19, you don't die if you are just a little bit hungry. Now, a little confession here, I tend to graze and eat all day. I'll just eat handfuls of this, handfuls of that. And as you get older, you start to gain a little bit of weight when you do that. So I've 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 done some intermittent fasting, and I, usually once a week I do a 24-hour fast. And guess what? When you get hungry, those hunger pains go away. Oftentimes, you're not even really hungry. You're bored. So try doing a 24-hour fast um, once in a while. It helps your discipline. Uh, they say that there's lots of... Um, health benefits to doing a a long fast. But when that hunger pain first comes on, there's almost a discipline in knowing that, hey, this is going to pass and I don't need to give in to that hunger. Okay. So number 20, making huge strides in life and in business can actually be easier than making smaller growth. Because if you want to really change your results, that means you have to do everything differently. And sometimes that's easier and you can get more motivation when you're when you're striving for goals that you've never achieved. There's a big, one of the big buzzwords nowadays is 10X. And, and some of the big authors, um, uh, Dan Sullivan is one of them, talks about how 10X is easier than 2X. And if you are striving to achieve things that you've never achieved. You just have to change everything. Whereas sometimes just to um, to grow by five or six or seven or 10% is actually more difficult because you're not making all of the necessary changes. Okay. So last three, number 21, if you have kids, make sure to cherish every moment that you have with them because they grow up, they get older, they move away. And hopefully we've done a good job and we have great relationships and we could love each other forever, but um, your kids do, they they move on. Um, So make sure to cherish every moment that you have with them. 
even some of the things that we complain about. I'm starting to look at uh, people with babies, and uh, I'm I'm a little bit jealous that they uh, they have those little children, and mine um, mine are getting grown. Number twenty two. If you're married, make sure to absolutely cherish your spouse. So I'll celebrate my 25th wedding anniversary in June, and marriage is not always easy, but it is one of the most beautiful things in the world. Two people living together and, and dedicating their lives to each other, it, it, there are times when it's not pretty, but make sure to cherish your marriage and do the hard things and have a great marriage and love your spouse. And finally, number 23, God is great. Um, I don't talk about my faith in Christianity as, as as much as maybe I should on the show, but but God has been really, really good to me. I have an incredible life, and and I've just seen some of the miracles uh, in in the world, and I'm just so thankful for for, and I'm just so thankful for all that God has done for me. Okay. So that is my year in review. I hope that you uh, found one or two of those to be valuable. Again, I would absolutely love to post some of yours to our website. Um, so go to www.weeklywealthpodcast.com, click on the microphone icon, and leave a voice message on something that you've learned in 2023 or you've had reaffirmed in 2023. All right. So Christmas is coming. I wish everybody a, a Merry Christmas and an incredibly great 2024. Until next week, I wish everybody, until next episode, I wish everybody a blessed week. Thanks, everybody.